Are, are we going to do the three, two, one clap? Yeah, that's the one. That is the plan. That's the usual idea. All right. Yeah, I got it. Uh, Jacksepticeye, take one. Uh, three, two, one. All right. That sounded perfect, guys. I'm proud of you. Okay, great. Because it did not <laughs> sound perfect on my end. I can tell you that. Uh, neither on mine. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix it in post. All right. Okay. I just wanted to let you guys know that I was proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, Coda. It means a lot. This is Reconceived with Ben and Joel. I'm Joel. And I'm Ben. And today we have a very, very special guest. Because, Ben, um, we are going to be talking about Let's Plays today. And uh, I I know a little bit about Let's Plays. I used to be, like, really, really into them. But I'm a bit out of touch, and so I felt like, hey... Why don't we actually talk to someone who knows a lot about it because he's in this 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 world um, and I feel like we couldn't have gotten anyone better because today we are talking to call me Coda. Hey guys, I'm Ben. Oh wait, you're Ben. I, I'm I'm Coda. You can call me Coda. <laughs> Get it? There we go. That's Perfect. What we plan to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so for anyone who doesn't know Coda. Um, he is the leader of the Panda family. Um, he has over 17,000 subscribers on YouTube, over 300,000 views on his channel. Um, he's been featured on Markiplier's channel where his video, Markiplier's Totally Normal, Five Nights at Freddy's video, has gained over 1.8 million views. And he is here with us today to talk about let's plays so welcome again coda thank you thank you for having me we we are we are very honored and excited to have you here and now that we have sort of like introduced you a, a your your internet self um hopefully maybe you can give a, a quick brief background of who you are and how you got into this world i, I mean the let's play world not uh, just like yeah. world in general i don't think we need that much backstory uh no yeah anyway uh if you want that my parents were uh you know they were at this club one stork <laughs> <laughs> no uh yeah usually when I tell my backstory I got like sad music playing first but this will do fine um we'll fix that in post no I <clears throat> I I watched uh, a Markiplier video way way back when he was still just a baby boy on YouTube and. The idea of Let's Playing was at that point foreign to me. I had never seen really a Let's Play before then. I was like, this guy's playing video games and, mm. and making videos on it and and he's getting paid for it. And immediately I thought, wow, I'm not that cool. But, you know, I, I looked into the future and was like, could I be that cool one day, though? So uh, I started cutting my hair differently. I uh, put on a skirt and now I'm on the cheerleading team. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, I was so inspired by Mark's, uh, just the total outcome of his channel, the things that he was doing, that I immediately found an interest, and I'm not even joking you when I say I've thought of the two words Let's Play every day since then, and that's mm. been, I, I think my channel was started in October of 2014 now, mm. was it was either 2014 
or 2015. But regardless, it's been several years, and I've been hooked ever since. Um, I started off doing just short Let's Plays of random Flash games or Itch.io games that I saw, and it branched off into uh, just a bunch of different smaller games that I found, you know, some of them that uh, larger YouTubers were playing. And I, I never really, in the beginning was super proud of the work I did, but it's more the looking inward and saying, oh, I did it. I'm proud of myself. What's this feeling? Yeah. And that that's generally where I became a Let's Player was I saw it, I tried it, and I loved it. And Let's Playing from that point forward was just a must in my life. Mm. Hmm. That's interesting. So in terms of the public reception toward Let's Plays, how well do you think people who were sort of outside of that universe and aren't as familiar with it, how much do you think they understand it and the culture that surrounds it? Honestly, I I see it as a lot of people outside of YouTube culture in general, not just Let's Plays. Mm. <laughs> they will not take it seriously until they see the money behind it there's but there have been so many uh interviews like on the news all these different places you know i've, I've you know i've always been impartial so i'm not going to be <laughs> trashing on any news names anything like that mm. but it's it's like the anchors specifically would be like they play video games and they get all these millions of views for it and then they hear about the six figures a year sometimes and all of a sudden they take it more seriously so i i suppose it's really a double-edged sword specifically nowadays in the last couple of years youtube has as a rule blown up but let's play specifically sort of still have you know those judgmental eyes looking down on you saying oh you play video games for a living but it's no different than esports in my opinion hmm. it's still a sport what we're doing is a form of entertainment it, it's no different than the late show or you know saturday night live it's just a different form of comedy a different form of entertainment that can be brought to a much wider audience because it's not such a simple niche there's there's so many different types of games and so many people that enjoy video games some people who don't even play video games mm. love let's play so it's really a unification of a, a much wider range of individuals that are sort of brought together with uh let's plays in general but overall the the way the public outside of the let's play community perceive it i still think they're not seeing it in the full picture they're just seeing it as uh people playing video games and getting paid for it even even since you know it hasn't changed all that much since the original interviews with uh felix pewdiepie when mm. he started making big bank from it that's what they always paid mind to was how much he made from it so it's taken serious as a job but uh, the personification behind it, I guess they take less seriously. That's 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 the way I see it anyway. I could be, you know, way off, but that's just from my perspective what I've seen. Mm. Now, do you feel like the focus of the money aspect, the job aspect of Let's Play, do you feel like when people only focus on that, they get a... Uh, a good picture of the type of community that Let's Plays are, or do you think that's a very dangerous aspect to only look at? That is one of my favorite questions I've ever been asked because I have a lot. I have a lot to say that I can condense into a, a sort of a smaller response on this one. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. There are three kinds of people. I think there are 
in Let's Play specifically. I'm not trying to, you know, put the world in three categories. Uh, for Let's Players, there are the people who want to uh, do Let's Plays because they like Let's Plays. There's the people who want to do Let's Plays for the money. And then there's the people who want to do Let's Plays for the money, but say they're doing it because they like Let's Plays. Um, mm. There's the uh, there's the group who's, I, 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 I love Let's Playing, and they'll make Let's Plays and never monetize their channel. They'll never even think about monetization because they enjoy Let's Playing. You know, maybe down the line mm. they'll be like, hey, we have a Patreon now, but that's that's an entirely different category. Then there's the people who are like, I see this as a huge business opportunity. I'm going to become a let's player who, you know, you know, buys a a brand new Audi and lets it sit in my driveway because you know I play video games for a living and people watch that. Hmm. Um, but there's there's that ma- there's a magical third person, and you can always <laughs> see the signs of that third person. Really, it really shows. Um, they're the ones who's like, I am so passionate about what I do in Let's Playing. I am so, this is everything that I have ever wanted to do. And then they'll go on mm. to like a subreddit or something. And they'll be like, why am I not getting more AdSense? And it's like, oh, <laughs> AdSense? I thought you were, I thought you wanted to do the Let's Plays. I, I didn't know you wanted the money. It's like, you know, well, that's good too. I feel like people who do it for the money have given a really bad name for let's players in general. Like I, I, I personally don't know many people who have done let's plays for money. I, I have a bunch of friends who, who, who just enjoy playing the games and they record them to upload them in case someone else finds enjoyment in it. That's the, that's the genuine side of let's playing to me. Um, but no, I, I think, I think that is the most dangerous thing you can really do is find try to find a balance between people who want to make money and people who enjoy let's playing because in my perspective the only chance you have of making money from let's playing is if you really enjoy doing that more than you Mm. care about money it's there's so much more personality personality (laughs) i'm inventing new words for these people um but no the the personality is what matters first absolutely uh it's dangerous to try and link business with fun Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's scary. Absolutely. And and how do you feel like that um that range of types of people are? How many are there of people genuinely enjoying let's plays compared to the people that are just doing it for the money? Is that like a skewed thing? Do you feel like you're trying to fight the monetization or is it mostly just genuine enjoyment in let's play communities? Uh, without a doubt, I would say the people who want to do it for money outnumber the people who are truly passionate about it 10 to 1, mm. I think. There there are so many people who will buy an Elgato, like a capture card, buy a, a Blue Yeti, record a couple of videos, see that their bank account's still empty, and, and quit <laughs> right out right off the bat. But there are a couple who are more persistent about it, who mm. are, oh, yeah, dude, look at this. I'm, I'm doing so great. And then advertise in subreddits where they get banned from and discords where they get banned from. Uh, They're the people who try to push it as hard as they can. But I definitely think there are more people in it for the money than there are for the enjoyment nowadays specifically. Mm -hmm. And like like I said, there's the three people. And that third one has the telltale signs of like, I love Let's Playing, but I love money just a little more. It's, Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell the difference. But I, I definitely think more people are in it for money than uh, 
The joys of Let's Playing. It's like a Bob Ross joys of Let's Play. <laughs> <laughs> With the soothing voice and the afro and all that. Exactly. <laughs> you get it. Can you imagine that? Someone like uh, identical twin to Bob Ross. Just like, oh, all right, guys. Gosh. Welcome back to the joys of Let's Playing. I'm... I'm, I could totally see Felix like, right? by doing that. You're like straight up with the same shirt, the afro. He just like puts an easel and then like puts a monitor on the inside of it. <laughs> Touchscreen Fruit Ninja. <laughs> oh man, that'd be amazing. I I have to agree. That's that's quite that's quite the concept. Mm. All right, I may have to send an email after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's get that working. <laughs> uh, I'd watch it. Yeah. So what I'm curious about is, you've talked a little bit about the creators, but I want to hear about the audience on a sort of general scale. What kinds of people are attracted to Let's Plays? What are the communities like? I would say the best way to sum it up, personally, is the very core of Let's Playing as a whole. The same concept, you know, it's it's like sitting there watching a friend play a game while you're sitting on the couch with them. Mm. I think that's what it is people who are looking for that sort of comfortable hanging out with a friend sort of appeal. Generally speaking, uh, you'll see a lot of friendly faces who are trying to give you tips. It's it's mainly, and this is the best way that I can the, I can put it really, is it's like playing a game while someone you know who's played the game before is watching with you. That That's mm. generally the audience because... Either they're like, oh, I've never seen this game before, or it's the overwhelming, you did this wrong. <laughs> it, it was it was like Little Nightmares was one of the first series I did after uh, uh, like the, the feature on Mark's channel. And so many people were like, oh, just wait till you get to this part. And, and the foreshadowing was killing me. And I could <laughs> imagine it. That's the way I... That's the way I sort of like commentated on it was like you guys you keep telling me something crazy's gonna happen you get you got me scared either you're just pranking me or I'm I'm about to hate this game for the rest of my life and that's the way that it happened you know six mm-hmm. uh, ate the thing instead of the other thing that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> traumatize mm. me oh boy but yeah that that's I'd say the audience is just like a friend a friend to play video games with that's that's the audience. Hmm. And, and do you feel like that is a good reflection of your audience, uh, j- just specifically, or is that universal? And if the your audience differs from that kind of general universal let's play community, what are those differences? I would say that would be a more universal uh, categorization of the audience. Um, for some reason, people watch my channel. That's my audience. That's the way I see it. You people are crazy. <laughs> but no, uh, the people, my audience is, the best way to put it, they're a bunch of sweethearts. That's that's all I could really say. They're some of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, you know, I try my best to stay active with the community, replying to comments, including art, like fan art and comments in the videos. I recently started the comment of the day bit. It's mm. I would say that the reason I do that is because uh, they're they're basically the same, but they're so supportive, like beyond what I would expect. So I'd say that's the only real difference is it's like sitting with a friend who instead of laughing at you when you lose is like, you can do it just because mm. you suck doesn't mean you can't do it. <laughs> that That's that's the biggest difference in, in my perspective of it. You know, again, mm. I could see it completely wrong. They could be like, you know, I'm the laughing stock and they're all just making a joke out of me. But hey. <laughs> 
I, I I feel loved. That's what matters. They always look at the bright side of life. That's what's important. That's what I've been running off of. Hype from, you know, May of last year. <laughs> <laughs> so do you get any opportunities to meet your audience in person, like at any video conventions or something like that? I personally not yet. Um, perhaps I'll, I'm likely going to VidCon this year. Mm. Uh, going to be interesting, you know, be in California after living in, uh, about to dox myself here, Ohio. Uh, but everybody <laughs> knows that already. <laughs> uh, it's going to be interesting. And a lot of people have asked me if I'm going to be going to, you know, PAX, if I'm going to uh, VidCon, of course, is a good mm. example. And, and I'm hoping to meet some of them there. Uh, it'd be really cool, really add like a humanity behind the the comments and the chat during streams and stuff. It's I, I'm hoping it'll be half as cool as I'm expecting it to be. Hmm. Yeah. I got you. Put a face to the name, that kind of thing. Exactly. More like put a face to the constant moral support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, it's interesting to hear you describe your, your fan base because I feel like a lot of people would just assume that uh, fans of Let's Plays are, um, well, not that supportive and not that engaged. How do you how do you feel like the representation of Let's Play audiences actually reflect the communities that are there? Uh, other than the Game Grumps comment section, pretty much most Let's Play comment sections are pretty nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, a lot of people will say, uh, don't look at the comments, there's so many haters, there's so much hate in the comments for Let's Players, and honestly, I haven't seen it yet. I mean, of course, I've made a couple of enemies, I'll admit, um, but no, there. for some reason, people have this perspective of, oh, there's so many vicious animals in, in the comments, it, you better watch out, when I, I, I have not yet experienced that, I have not seen that in, in so long, it, it seems like more than ever. Now, uh, audiences are just loving and supportive towards the creators. Uh, you, I don't know, you guys, uh, Corey Kenshin, I'm, I'm a huge fan of his, and he disappears for a month. Not and nobody throwing the, you know, bringing out the pit, like the pitchforks and the torches, saying like he left us. We must get him out of our city. No, it, it's all like, oh, you're back. All right, I missed you. It's stuff like that. It's it's so much better than people, you know, give it a rap for. I I, I don't see mm. half the hate that people say is there. I guess. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that's encouraging to hear. Oh, absolutely. You know, I was afraid. You know, everybody says like, oh, it's a double-edged sword getting popular on the internet. And I'm, the entire time, people are loving me and supporting me, and I'm just <laughs> like, oh, which ones are you gonna betray me? It, it's <laughs> it, it's it was scary, but like you know, I got over that fear and. You know, if somebody hates me, then that's their choice. Just get to hate them back. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That that's really awesome to hear. It, it is definitely a good feeling. Uh, that uh, that realization where it's like, hey, not everybody here has a dagger yeah. waiting for me to turn around. It, it's nice. It's it's pretty nice. <laughs> I I think one aspect of let's play communities that. Um, it didn't really shock me per se, but it was definitely something that I didn't expect to see as common as it is, is charity live streams. Um, because a lot of big Let's Player and video game channels, they do charity live streams fairly consistently. I know that you have done charity live streams in the past. Um, 
And I, I'm just curious, what do you think your inspiration is for doing charity live streams? And what's the inspiration for this whole community gathering around that? Uh, I mean, you know, a lot of people who do the charity live streams will have well, I'm doing a charity stream for X because a family member was affected by Y and X is a foundation that supports that. Mm. Really, um, I the charity live stream I did last year uh, was for St. Jude uh, Research Hospital. Mm -hmm. um, it was, I, I think total we raised like $1,110 in mm. a couple of hours. Uh, nice. The That's reason, awesome. The inspiration behind that was uh, but the night before I announced the charity stream in general, I was sitting uh, in my living room, petting a dog, watching TV, and one of those, <laughs> uh, the St. Jude commercials came on where, you know, usually I, I when commercials like that come on, I, I just, I can't watch them because it's like, you guys are using all of these, these poor individuals for your, you know, your business. And mm. then I, I really clicked in my head though. It's like, you know, even if, these companies, and I, I, of course, I'm not saying it about St. Jude or mm. uh, any of... I haven't mentioned any other names, but, you know, those <laughs> guys are good, too. Uh, I, I used to turn a blind eye to them because it's like these these places are just trying to get money. And then I realized even if uh, some company over here for animal shelters takes, you know, 30% of the donations, 70% of that is still going to help the animals. Mm. And I, I guess... And I've told only a couple of friends this before. I've never really opened up about why I did the charity stream. Uh, like really to the core but mm. I, I was sitting in the living room watching uh, TV and I saw that commercial and like I, I was like you know this is just a commercial it'll be over I, I don't have to you know be sad for too long <laughs> and, and I just saw uh, the look on one of the kids faces and it's it, it struck a chord with me and I immediately like opened up my notes on my phone and I was like yeah I'm doing a St. Jude stream I have to there I have mm. no choice <laughs> and, and it, it was like a 30 second like, uh, do I probably, maybe, will it do much? I don't know. Even if it's $5, you know, that's $5 I didn't have. Mm. So in, in just the split second, I made that decision. And I, I think the community gathers around that because simply watching the stream or sharing the stream is enough to help St. Jude. Mm. It is so mm. simplistic. It's the idea that so many people even donating a dollar if you have a hundred thousand people watch uh this charity stream like in in the past uh i, I know that pewdiepie streaming i think outlast 2 had over a hundred thousand viewers at one mm. point if everybody in the stream donated one dollar that's a hundred thousand dollars for charity mm. the math adds up and people people understand that even even if it's a dollar five dollar ten dollars uh, some of the people in that stream were donating upwards of $50 each because they understood that it was going to the right cause. I, of course, never saw a penny of that money. So it's really just <laughs> right. the community gathering and saying, hey, let's help this with this person's coordination. This person tells us what like what we're supporting today and, you know, we're going to help because that's what a community does. Mm. It's like a, a community, like a, a small town or something doing a food drive you know it's everybody can offer up one can of spaghettios you know enough people offer up those spaghettios you're gonna feed that small town for x amount of days or a week a month it doesn't matter it's the idea that small things can add up to big things when there's enough people and i think that's mm. what's encouraging communities my community specifically to help in those situations is hey 
we can do good in little increments and it'll add up so let's do it that that's mm. what i've picked up you know asking the individuals you'll see it differently but you know i think that's the overall mindset of people hmm. and saint jude really is a wonderful organization oh. to donate money to mm. absolutely without a doubt 100 mm-hmm. percent I yeah like I said some there may be a shady business you know one percent of the time who's like hey we keep this amount of money but I I personally in all the charity uh the the charities that I've donated to in the past have always been like absolute angels (laughs) (laughs) St. Jude is definitely not an exception they I I don't think I've ever heard a bad thing about St. Jude it's a you know oh. nonprofit organization that's like the biggest thing to me. Yeah. So as we're sort of winding down here, is there any particular thing that you wished people understood better about Let's Plays or about the Let's Play community? For Let's Plays specifically, I would say uh, just because it's less editing doesn't mean it's less strenuous. Um, mm. You know, Jacksepticeye, for, since he got that shout-out from PewDiePie, he uploaded two Let's Plays a day for several years. Good and, night. <laughs> and, and, and that adds up to a couple of hours spent, you know, cramped up at a computer. Um, mm. Some Let's Plays, you know, 8-Bit Ryan, uh, as an example, he does Let's Plays. His is his own style. He coined lots of editing. He would sit there, and he said, on average, it would take him for one episode eight or nine hours of editing every day one upload a day he as soon as he's done with that video and it's uploaded he's editing the next one it it was absolutely Mm. incredible to to see that um it it is not an easy thing to do Mm. i'm not saying it's the same as you know working on an oil rig or you know (laughs) living in space but it's definitely not the easiest job. I'd say the easiest job is getting paid for looking good. You know, modeling <laughs> is probably the easiest job I can think of. You know, it's in part that because if you look good enough, you might attract an audience. But, you know, that's that's a topic for another day. Yeah. <laughs> um, something that people don't know about the Let's Play community is uh, it may just be a bunch of people watching, you know, somebody play a game. But it, it's the bond between the creator and the community members themselves that make something like incredibly strong uh not a not a whole lot of people Mm. understand that that one comment that you post that that one like you give the the one share of a let's play it's like expanding the size of that couch and letting more people sit on it It, it's it turns you know a, a day playing crash bandicoot with your cousin into you know awesome games done quick an entire massive Mm. building full of people watching the game I suppose the best way to put it, and this is I'm going to put this in the best way I can because I'm terrible at this. Um, I believe there were 1,000 people. I could be horribly off with that number at uh, Mark's You're Welcome tour. And a video of mine, a Let's Play of a Garfield horror game, had 4,000 views, and it's, like, rapidly growing. Um... What I noticed is when I was sitting in that room, I thought thousand people is a lot of people. These, how do all these people get into one room? And then I was sitting there the other night looking at that video and I thought, you know, that room multiplied by four is how many people have watched this video. And then Mm. I sort of reversed it and I'm like 4,000 people. It was super 
like friendly and it was all about community even at the tour a bunch of strangers who care about the same thing you know in waiting in line in the 90 degree heat in the middle of indianapolis you know people were laughing having fun talking about uh different uh episodes or markiplier animated things like that it's just the community is a lot stronger than people think it's so much more about people than it is about, hey, this guy's playing a video game. I think that's mm. that about covers that, really. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Coda, once again for joining us uh, tonight. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you? Uh, you can find me in my room, usually. Uh, <laughs> but also online, you can find me at uh, youtube.com slash callmecoda. Or, uh, you know, Twitter at Just Call Me Coda. And uh, that's about it. I don't use Instagram or any of the other things that cool people are using these days. I'm not that cool. <laughs> that's all right. I have them, and I'm still not cool. So you're good. You're cool. I, I, you're awesome. Thank you. Do you have plenty of potato chips or 7-Up to incentivize people? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Snacks are very important. That is so important. Straight. You know, you make so many more friends holding the bag out, bag of Lay's out like, yo, you want a chip? Uh, is that's, that that's what I've been of, doing wrong all this that's, time? That's it. Uh, you know, maybe like open the cooler. Here's a 7-Up. Now we're buddies. That's all it's about. That's that and gum. <laughs> Give people gum. They are your friend forever. Yeah. All right. I, oh, I got to go right now, and I'm going to make some friends with some 7-Up. Uh, don't forget the Lay's. That's very important. Oh, Some oh, salty yeah, the chips. Lay's, the Lay's too, the Lay's too. Any particular flavor <laughs> you suggest? Uh, classic, because classic, classic friendship is all okay. you need. Okay, classic. I wasn't sure if like, if like people were just sleeping on like the dill pickle Lay's or something like that. <laughs> I I tr I'm just saying I tried those. They taste scary like a pickle, and I it's un it's unnerving. I might as well just been into a pickle, but yeah. Just side note. Yeah, it's a lot healthier. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good to know. I've learned something. I, I've learned so many new things tonight. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to help. And this is Let's Plays Reconceived. Good night, everybody. <laughs>